0: This double crew has a plan, and they begin by digging into those two scoops in every Kellogg's pack. Two scoops. I'll keep them coming back for two, two scoops. scoops of plump juicy raisins Deep in Kellogg's Raisin Bran. Hooked up and in command, they're working now, but they're thinking how they lost two scoops and Golden Flakes and bran. Two scoops. They're turning back again for two scoops of plump juicy raisins Deep
1: in Kellogg's Raisin Bran welcome to the scoops cast uh netrunner podcast for now dedicated to the last Mm -hmm. thing wait uh let me fuck this up (laughs) i can't use this intro anymore because it doesn't apply okay welcome to the scoops cast a netrunner podcast dedicated to um a dead game and uh gossip around said dead game i am your host eric aka eric c mr True Illuminati. King of the Erics, Childish Lambino, Cincinnati Kid, Blue Yellow Barcode, the Jerry West of Netrunner. That's me. With me, Kenny <laughs> a.k.a. Simon Moon, a.k.a. the Duke of Scoops, the Social Justice Warroid, Crying ETF Baby, member of the Dead Game Selection Committee, <laughs> <laughs> and a self-proclaimed high-level player. I'm not sure if anyone believes that, but that's you, Kenny. All right
0: that's that's me i guess we can
1: let you get yeah. away with like what's the harm in letting you get away with it for now
0: listen i'm i'm definitively the best runner player right now
1: mm-hmm.
0: um i'm not in the facts
1: what's, what's the data behind that is it the, uh, is it the the world's day one showing
0: yeah oh i <laughs> here.
1: um all right so we have is this going to be our last episode I don't think so. Uh, we'll we'll we'll, we'll talk about that later because uh, I was it's a, I was like talking about the, yeah we'll get we'll get <laughs> yeah. okay so we're gonna talk about um I don't know rest in peace netrunner yeah
0: <laughs> the, the obvious news netrunner is dead um
1: but who <laughs> who didn't see that coming
0: uh, I don't know I mean do I, I I feel like I meant to like have us do a dead game episode and we never sort of got around to uh-huh. it so i feel like dead game has been a meme for
1: a while maybe even longer than we've been around um, <laughs> no i i think it really started because i i feel like 2014 2015 was the height of the game
0: yeah i, I mean we we start when did we start we started like january 2017 mm-hmm. that was that was that was like started the dead game era
1: yeah yeah maybe even a before then because we would we would notice the low attendance or lower attendance at store championships and regionals and i think in the second year in a row we could no longer dismiss it as oh it was because of this or yeah uh, this group just happened to be busy on that weekend like no we we were bleeding players
0: yeah it was it was for the first cup i remember in 2015 or yeah 2015 everything was hot you know Philadelphia regionals like sold out and there was like people showing up to like hopefully get a seat. And we had like 90 people there. Uh-huh. It was insane. And then, um, and then fast forward the next year, they like had it over like Memorial day weekend or some nonsense, but it was like only like 40 or 50 people. And it was just like, it was like maybe for one regional you can say, but it was, it was just everything was just dropping and it was like, Oh God. And then 2015, Seventeen was like the repeat of like an you know another like 30 percent drop in the player base, and it was just like oh fuck.
1: So so I guess for those of us who knew that we were playing a dead game or that death was imminent, it this wasn't as much of a surprise for us. So I don't know if it broke. Bro- yeah, I don't know that, if it broke your heart when when the announcement finally came, but um,
0: I found when the announcement finally came, I finally I found I found relief because you know I had been. For a while, fairly sure that like this was about this was going to be about it, and that this was, but I didn't know for sure. And so, when the official announcement came, it was just like, you know, it was just like, okay, I have this nice, definitive endpoint. I can, you know, play in one last world championship, uh-huh. have some fun, see all my friends, you know, make sure I have the contact info of all the people I want to stay in touch with, uh-huh. and, you know, just have have one last good time and just not have to be like well maybe i can go to like a 20 person regional next year <laughs> or whatever and just like have the game like slowly you know i was like i was okay with the game you know like playing the game as long as i enjoyed it mm-hmm. and having it slowly like limp along and just like oh i'll go to like a couple of regionals a year and hang out with some friends and have, have a good time as long as the game was fun and the people I was there with, with I was still playing it. And then you know, what kind of happens when things like slowly you die is like slowly more and more people will leave. Yeah, like, you know, it, just, it, like the game becomes less fun. If you've
1: ever seen, I remember when I started playing Netrunner, and I was at a um, just like a, a game night event, and then there was a regional on the same night for like Call of Cthulhu or some some other bullshit LCG, <laughs> and there were like yeah. there were like four to six players. For the for the regional, maybe it was even a national. I don't know, but I was like, "That is." <laughs> I would believe that yeah. there was like there, there was less
0: than sixteen people out world. Oh
1: wow, yeah. So I, I was like, "That is that's really uh, sad." I feel I, if it didn't didn't feel good, and I was just like, "Wow, I'm glad I'm not playing that game." And yeah, it, it's, it's it's at least nice that we never got to that point.
0: Yeah, it's just you know it's, it's good to have like true you know we're all gonna
1: end together um yeah how like how sick would you have been if they did it, they announced it after worlds like oh by the way no store championship oh, season god.
0: that would have been terrible but
1: at least this way we have this farewell tour um, yeah
0: yeah it's just you know like everyone's trying to get out to worlds will be it'll be a lot of fun i think um you know we can you know I, and i think i think you know JNAT's gonna stay up at minimum and You know, I can, I can like, pop on a year from now and be like, dude, remember Netrunner, let's play some classic matchups or whatever. (laughs) Or just never play. I don't know. Yeah,
1: you're going to sign on, and then there's going to be names. Well, there's already names that I don't recognize at all. And then none of them Mm. are going to know the proper rules. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It's going to be, like, the
0: Jacob, Jacob Jerko's, like, rule document has been, like, burned in half. And, like, they're, like it's
1: It's down, and they're just like,
0: uh, yes, yeah, so slums can do this with mVt,
1: yeah, yeah, the the ti- their timing's gonna be all fucked up on uh on mm-hmm. okay we're we're talking about nut runner <laughs> yeah, like, right. okay, so well, let's talk about what what did we we're, we're gonna be breaking our usual format here, listeners yeah. by the way, so um if you're expecting the blast zone. That comes later. So, well, right now, I want to talk about what Netrunner meant to you, Kenny.
0: Yeah, so I think I think um, you know, this Netrunner is dead. Um, it's gonna, it's, there's gonna be no more cards printed. It's it's sad, and you know, it was it was something I spent like um, I guess like four and a half years playing or something like that um you know i play a lot and was like what i did with a lot of my free time and a lot of my friends play it and it's a, it's you know um it's a big deal for it to, to die in turn you know to me and you know there was a lot you know Well, i said i wasn't super sad and i was mostly relieved when the announcements came you know at earlier this year when someone was like sent me messages like you know i think i think we're we're this is this is it there's gonna be no more cards after that mm-hmm. yeah we're about to just like shit that's, I think you're right. And I think, I think, you know, I think, I think it's dead. And, um, you know, that, that was like sad. And like, even though there's a little bit of hope alive, it was still just, you know, I was like thinking about how, I don't know what I'm going to do a year from now. Just, you know, maybe, maybe I'll go outside more. Maybe I'll pick up a new hobby. Maybe I'll read more books again. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know, but it, it's, and you know, you can sort of talk about, and I'll, I'll certainly keep in touch with a lot of people I played, but, You know you're never gonna have like worlds where sort of you know oh you're never gonna hang out with all these people in the same way you used to and it's it's a sad thing Mm -hmm. and i've been here before i played games that have died you know it used to be y'all you know talked about this one thing and you also talked about your other interests and sort of you still talk to some of the same people but you know slowly people leave and lose contact with the group and you know we had a good run and it's it's a it's a, it's a shame, and I'm I'm sad about it. But you know, it was a very important part of my life.
1: So you marked out ice cream here. What do what do you want to talk about? With ice cream?
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I want to talk about a couple of like Netrunner stories that were just like you know some of my my best memories from Netrunner. All right, And you know, I remember when I first I first started Netrunner. It was um, end of 2014, beginning of 2015, and basically I had um quit my job which I really didn't like and it was like my first job out of college and I moved to New York City to live with my girlfriend um and I was like in the process of looking for a job and it was just like it was like you know I got rejected a bunch of times and was like interviewing a lot and it was just like it was pretty depressing um I'm not a person who puts a lot of value in sort of how prestigious or whatever my job is, it's just sort of something I do that I'd like to enjoy, but I need money to live and, and do the things I care about. But it was still just like, it's really depressing to have a bunch of people tell you that like, we don't want you. And, you know, you know, you're, you just feel really bad about yourself. And mm-hmm. that was sort of when I started playing Netrunner a lot. Um, you know, I would like look for jobs, spend a bunch of time like finding new jobs, sending in applications and stuff. And I would just play on Octagon a lot (laughs) um and it was just sort of something i could be good at and like practice a bunch and it was just like you know there's a very concrete set of rules it's just just like there you know when you're when you're applying for a job you like apply for a job and you know some guy just tells you yes or no and you really don't know why you're just trying to your best and you don't but like with netrunner it was like the opposite of this you could just like i could have done this better i could have done this better and it was very Oh, I made me, it made me, you know, it like helps with that. Um, Yeah. And that was, that was, that was how I started playing Netrunner. And that's a lot of, you know, what the game meant to me. And as I moved on, on, it sort of like morphed into sort of this community I became a part of. And, you know, like knew a lot of people and became friends with a bunch of people. And then, you know, I got a job and was, and that, that aspect of it wasn't as important for me. But that was I was sort of where I started off and it was, it meant a lot, you know,
1: it was, I think it really helped me in that point in time. It's, it's a great story, but how does the ice cream play into it?
0: Oh yeah. The ice <laughs> cream is a happier memory. I was waiting um, for it.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: When I, when I went to, um, when I, so I, my, I, the first regional I went to was Cambridge was cambridge and we got a whole bunch of people from new york city and we all drove up and we just sat in the car and talked about netrunner while driving for like four hours (laughs)
1: this is the the cambridge pe regional right yeah i was it was the one after that oh okay Um,
0: and it was it was a blast Mm -hmm. um and it was like i was like wow this is so much fun i want to go to like every regional I, you know, it's just, like, you talk about air an and then you play air an and it was, like, so much fun, and you talk about cards, and it was just, like, you know, four people in the car, and it was, it was, yeah, I love road trips, uh-huh. and, you know, it's just fun, you know, and you stop, and you get, like, junk food, and it's great, and I, I did pretty well at the regional, um, uh, like, nine and five or something, you know, I missed the cut, but I had a great time, and, like, I think I played pretty well, I was, like, pretty close, and then like a like a month later was like the philadelphia regional um which i went to also and i ended up i i made the cut um and it was and it was and then i ended up losing to dan where he 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 was playing rp and he scored a Kronos project behind a lotus field and like removed my entire deck from the game because i was max this is this uh, is
1: netrunner <laughs> yeah
0: yeah sorry but anyway and then the next year I won and I beat him and after it he took me he took me out to, to eat ice cream um <laughs> and it was like it was like it was like something ridiculous it was like one am or something and I'm like oh it was just really nice I don't even like ice cream and I was just like oh this is fun
1: that that does sound like a nice memory i I'm yeah. surprised you could get ice cream at one am or did you just- yeah i was
0: surprised i was surprised too it was very late and I guess it was ecology part of the town mm-hmm. um, yeah. how about you what are, what are, what are you what are you some big nose
1: stories from you um i I don't know i like i should i just go into if go into the same thing that you just did yeah Let's, go Just for talk it. about
0: i mean The 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 Eric Kole story that I and most viewers know is that every time you play Netrunner, Uh you look miserable, and when you're done, you are so glad that you don't have to play any more. Netrunner.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It's it's kind of been like that from the beginning, because when Mm -hmm. when I started playing, I would just it was just so intense for me, like whether or not I would win or lose. Or just like what what would happen in the game, even when I didn't know what completely what all the rules were, and like it would just f- not even like frustrate me, but it would just stay with me the games that I played. Like sometimes I'd have trouble sleeping, <laughs> thinking thinking about things that I did wrong, and uh, mm-hmm.
0: and like oh, I've definitely had trouble sleeping.
1: And it was just like... it's just always in been an intense experience for me um back then and i still enjoyed it i still thought it was the most fun game i'd ever played but i also recognized the sort of uh tension it caused in me when i played and like me putting such high expectations on myself for what i should be doing um Mm -hmm. especially at 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 events and stuff and i'm I'm not sure why cuz I'd always go in expecting to do the worst but then when I <laughs> when I when I'm in it I'm like I'm like mm-hmm. okay this has to ha- I have to do this well especially since all my friends are mm-hmm. and like yeah like you get a lot of that at the beginning you want to be just as good as your friends or mm-hmm. um you you just don't want to be 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 the guy I left out while everyone, mm-hmm. while everyone's like having a fun time because they're all still playing, and then uh, usually, like if if you you miss, you're you're just moping around. Mm-hmm. I guess that was like a big driver for me <laughs> to, 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 driving force for me to, to get better. Around. But yeah, okay. So for me, what Netrunner was at the beginning, it w- it was a fun game, but um, it it wasn't immediately obvious to me that uh, I was making all these friends. From the game and when I started playing, um, my, my best friend had just moved, or actually he, he would join the Peace Corps and went to Mongolia. And oh, wow. I was not, that's, not that's cool I, I've been playing Netrunner. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I was not um I was not that much of a sociable person, or not I just didn't have many friends at the time uh, around this area. And um, so like it was really nice to meet lots of new people and the the game forces you well, hopefully it forces you to develop better social skills. <laughs> and, <laughs> and just like, well, like if you're a very shy boy, like I was, um, mm-hmm. you kind of come out of your shell when you when you talk to people and even just to ease the tension between you two because it, it could be a very um, stressful game. And for me, like just joking around with people afterwards helped relieve a lot of that stress and like just seeing the same faces all the time and um, just learning more about each other. And then like you said, traveling to events, you end up having some really close relationships with people like, well, even like Josh and I, we went to um, Peter and Ellen's wedding when, when they yeah. moved to Cleveland, which was like, which I thought like was a huge deal. Like considering we, we just like met each other like a couple of years ago and started playing a game and see each other like every other weekend. And so part of that is also a lot of people say this. I didn't know it at the time that it's really hard to make friends as an, as a, as an adult male. And what people always recommend now is you join like a board game meetup group, which uh, mm-hmm. it, it wasn't, wasn't something I'd considered, but it just, it just happened for me. So that was something I benefited from. And then, of course, there was the Slack chat where it was the perfect way to waste time while I'm at work. And then just talking more to the people I met up with and having like closer friendships with people as a result. And then even just people who I hadn't met, I'd want to meet them at events and then we would end up hanging out. So I think as, as I've kind of said on Twitter, well, what it's meant to me eventually was it was less about the card game and more about hanging out with friends and, and, just being happy to see the people that, uh, I don't know, being happy to grow up with all these people.
0: Yeah, yeah, I think, I think, um, you had, I, I, I too lazy to look up the exact quote because I put know. it in the Google Doc. God <laughs> <laughs> damn it, Kenny, the quote right. I there. That's what I want. You found the wrong quote. Oh, okay. Uh, you, you had some quote on Fidel about how, you know, the people who, the people who play the game. Will always be more interesting than the game itself, and I think that's you know. Did I really say that? I don't. I don't recall that, but that's
1: interesting. Uh, I yeah, g- I guess maybe I agree. you didn't say that, <laughs> and they,
0: maybe yeah, I said that. But I, I feel like that's that's very true, and that you know, it, you know, the game's a lot of fun, but ultimately, you know, we're 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 social animals, and that, and you know, some goofy ass people play Netrunner some cool people playing that runner. And, you know, I, guess also some, some people who are assholes playing that runner and that's sort of, that's sort of the human condition, but we all get to experience it together and be part of it. And that's, you know, it's exciting and good. And it's, it's, it's really, you know, ultimately all this stuff, it's really about humans and human connections and building real relationships with people.
1: Um, I mean, that's why we, we put together this podcast like and, and did not refuse to talk about the game because we just wanted to uh mostly talk about our friends and um mm-hmm. and blast them. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: You know, it, it's it's sort of in a weird way, you know, for you know, it's called scoops cast and we never talk about scoops because uh uh-huh. You know, what cards are coming out is less interesting than like the silly things that are happening and <laughs> fun, fun stories about humans. Well,
1: stuff. the scoops were the friends we made along the way and, yeah. and the drama that we got to witness and sometimes instigate.
0: <laughs> I've, I've never instigated drama in my life. I probably,
1: so. I, yeah, I'm sure I did a lot of it and uh, I probably should not have. I apologize <laughs> if I uh, for, for making shit pop off in general. I don't
0: know. I always feel like some a lot of this stuff is just, you know, human universals. It's just like every like I was some. St- I read a bunch of anthropology because it's not really interesting. And one of the, <laughs> one of the things that's like pretty universal is gossip. Is that everywhere people love the gossip. <laughs> you know, it's it's like, and there are different subjects that are taboo, and different subjects that you're allowed in quotation marks and not allowed also in quotation marks to talk about, but like. People love to talk about drama, and you know, it's just a, it's just a very human thing. Um, I mean, not, also, also, oh yeah, go ahead.
1: I, I'm just gonna say, like, like hearing um some some like conflict between players, and then um and that having like a history that goes back is to me, I I don't understand how that's not way more interesting than like some dumb byroid ID like
0: <laughs> yeah yeah i always loved it when spags talked about like all the ll5r drama it was uh-huh that was that was one thing i regret is that like you know when you have this like 15 year history and like you know i, I thought like integrating basically per- people's personal beefs into story decisions was would have been amazing mm-hmm. <laughs> you know um oh yeah but then the other thing you know back on like sort of what you, you were talking about how you know you like to get better because um you hated like bumming around while your friends are doing well. Yeah. I always, yeah. I mean, like I, I will be honest. I don't think I've ever been happy unless I win with my net runner performance. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I will each game I I'll get, I'll be, I can, I will tell myself that, you know, I'm my goal is to get top eight or top four or whatever. And then I get top eight and it's like, all right, now I want to win. And <laughs> <laughs> I there's they, nothing that will ever keep me from, you know, being a little bit disappointed in anything other than number one. Wait, and, so, I, and, and sort of how I handle that is I, you know, allow myself to like accept my friend's success as my own. And that, you know, I, when, when I get eliminated, I'm bummed cause I didn't win. And then I find someone who I'm friends with or who I've talked to and I root for them mm-hmm. and then they get eliminated and I find a new person. <laughs> to root for.
1: You're like a vampire. <laughs>
0: yeah yeah and it just sort of when you know on a personal level i always want to win but i'm also you know i'm happy when you win i'm happy when dan wins i'm happy with really 99 of people who i've ever talked to in netrunner i'm excited when they win you know there are some people i don't like and don't like it when they win uh-huh but like most of the time you know i play you i play you in like a game of swiss we split you beat me i beat you and i'm wishing you luck and hoping hoping you're on to the cut and you know and then i see you next year and i ask you how you're doing and i'm rooting for you again and i'm really you know that that's really how i'm i'm able to deal with you know my own internal expectations is Mm -hmm. i can find joy in other people's success and i think i think it's a it's a it's something i didn't have before i started playing netrunner You know, I was very, I was always very like internal and just sort of, I want to be the best and allowing, allowing other people's successes and experiences to be your own is I think a really healthy attitude i picked up from playing a lot of, playing Netrunner.
1: Yeah, I think that's, that's kind of like an essential life skill or, or trait that you need to, to adopt because I mean, if, if you have like the opposite attitude and take that to the rest of your life. Uh, I don't know. You're kind of a shithead, huh? <laughs> like-
0: yeah, yeah. It gets, it gets, you know, when you're, it's a hard, it's hard to be out there on your own. And like, maybe, you know, maybe, maybe you're Michael Jordan and you really are so much the best player. You can carry your team to like six championships. And mm-hmm. But Maybe maybe you're LeBron James and you're the best player at that point in time, and you're on a team with with you know Smith and your team, and you just can't win because J.R. Smith is
1: absolute ass. This is a really strained <laughs> analogy here. I don't. I'm not sure where you're going with it, but I don't know, man. <laughs> um, why why let's I guess let's read this quote that I uh, we put down anyway that yeah. you wanted to. Um, it wasn't the quote I wanted for the record, but it's a fine quote. I don't think. I don't think that quote that you cited exists. I don't recall it, but if you, if you insist. So what I'd said Maybe is, my, I said
0: it, I'll take credit. If you don't want it, you can go good ahead. Quote.
1: You can go ahead. I said, my favorite thing about traveling to events now is getting to see and hug all the friends I've made over the years. Who knows when you'll get to spend time with some of these people again. Tomorrow is never promised. And I don't, there's a lot of people that drop out, of, that have dropped out of the game in the past four mm-hmm. years. Like, yeah. That, Did not wait for the game to die, or it had already died in their area, Uh, and I don't. It was really sad. Like it, it's always like a bad feel when you are like, "Oh, where are they? Oh, they're not here. Mm -hmm. They they quit," or like even people who I'd I'd seen at Worlds years ago and didn't see them again was uh, did not feel good.
0: Yeah, yeah, and especially I remember like twenty fifteen. I stayed up like one a.m. to buy tickets for Worlds Uh. because they had like a second flight, and like there were like. Almost nothing that went on sale. Um you know, it was it was like fifteen tickers or something. Mm-hmm. And a bunch of you know, there were a bunch of us on the Skype, because this actually predated the Slack mm-hmm. um talking and it was basically just like, you know, there's like there's like thir- twenty of us who were on there and like fifteen of us did got in and like five of the people didn't and like I think like a couple of those people just never you know, I never ended up meeting them and it's you know, it's pretty sad when you think about it. Um, you know, they just like didn't go to Worlds and then they they never played never, or never again as far as I could tell.
1: Yeah, I can see why you you drop out because Yeah, uh, it doesn't feel good to see everyone like the only reason why you didn't get to go to something is because you, you couldn't yeah. get tickets. And then all, all your friends who you were so excited about excited with just like moments ago are
0: Yeah, and you're excited to train, and now you don't want to train, and like you don't play Netrunner for six months, and then you just like it comes to our champ season, and you're like, "Eh, I don't feel like learning all these new cards, and then you just never play again. And that's like a very common story.
1: If you, Um, if at any point you wanted to give up playing the game, FFG gave you lots of excuses too. Yeah, yeah, lots of reasons
0: too. It was very easy to take a break. Um, and, you know, it's just like healthy to take a break, but it's very easy to take a break and then just continue taking a break and continue taking a break and continue breaking a break. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, There's a lot of time where like a lot of people have different motivations and different things they're looking for in the game. And there's a lot of time where there's just like aren't events or aren't new cards or, um, you know, even just like naturally, I think over the holidays, people go and see their family and come back and it's a little bit of a dead time and you sort of get out of the habit of like going to meetups or whatever. And then like, it's just really easy to quit Netrunner when there's just so much dead time of no mm-hmm. new packs, which a lot of people, you know, one of the big things I noticed for like how people played the game is you have a weekly meetup and these people, a lot of people would build a deck and then they would play it and they would make some changes and they would play it and they would make some changes and then play it and they make some changes. And then, like, right as they were getting bored of it, a new pack would come out, and they would build, like, two new decks. And this was just, like... This was, like, how a lot of people I saw played. And, you know, it was just this content process of tankiering and getting new content. And just, like, when you have, like, a three- or four-month pack draft, these people just stopped playing. (laughs) Yeah. Um, You know, just, like, I'm bored. I don't have a... I don't... There isn't new stuff for me
1: to play. Yeah. Did you have some memories you wanted to revisit... Um, or I, did I
0: think go talked about some of, the, some of the sort of the stuff and, you yeah. know, I don't know. I, I had a great time playing Netrunner. I think, I feel like we always talk about memories we've had and yeah, oh, I've, I've shared a lot of my favorite Netrunner stories while I'm here. Um, not actual in-game stories, but you know, <laughs> those aren't my favorite stories. My favorite stories are just like ridiculous human interactions.
1: Uh-huh. A lot of talking shit about people.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm I'm a big fan of talking shit.
1: Uh, yeah. Like m- my favorite memories are probably just hanging out with people. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It's always, it's always a good time.
1: And uh I don't know those, those nights after, after like Swiss rounds or whatever, when everyone's just kind of like worn out and we're, yeah, just recounting the day or just some other nonsense
0: yeah i remember after worlds it was me a lot jen's and um captain frisk um we went to we went to like the diner and this is my first worlds and we all missed the cut mm-hmm. um in various various interesting ways of missing the cut and we just like sat and <laughs> we ate and it was just like yeah <laughs> we're just like oh that was like my first like disappointed disappointed like dinner
1: oh yeah i was uh, yeah i was kind of uh i totally bombed in my first worlds
0: <laughs> but, oh yeah i remember that and then
1: yeah I, I don't
0: really know who you were but i remember someone bringing it up later <laughs>
1: why why would you remember that someone calling me out for bombing at worlds. yeah i mean
0: i played spark so
1: well i i I don't know i Spark going
0: a max with 48 cards
1: i bomb a lot at worlds and i bomb a lot at gen con so it's gonna be a good farewell tour (laughs) the for the rest of the year of events that i'm going to Mm -hmm. uh so what do you think is gonna happen with um the future i mean there there is no future but yeah, I, for, so the, for the game at least.
0: I, I'm going you know, to just do a brief PSA. So sure. there's the Nisei Project which is, I'm not sure if that's the final name, but it's just sort of like okay, some people who want to like put together like a community organization um, to sort of run events and stuff like that and maybe make new cards and just sort of handle creating the card game and logistics of all that sort of stuff um, moving forward. And I would say, you know, it, they have a, there's just like huge gap in resources between what they can do, and what FFG could do because FFG is just like is this huge corporation that makes a lot of money and has a lot of just like money resources and connection to game stores and this huge amount of stuff they can do, that you know they we simply can't match as the community, and and that's that's okay, um, and I would say you can still do this and take part of this, but you just just want to temper your expectations. You know, Netrunner's never going to be the same as it was, and that's okay. And you can still enjoy playing Netrunner, and a lot of people still are going to enjoy playing Netrunner. And honestly, a lot of people can probably still enjoy playing Netrunner for a long time. You know, this this works well. But you're never going to be able to really grow the community the way FFG could um, just because... You're not going to be. You're not going to have shelf space in stores. You're not going to have advertisement. You aren't going to have official events, and it's just not as attractive. And you know, basically, don't don't feel pressure to save the game. Um, It's you know, as I talked about earlier, it's it was a big thing that meant a lot to me, a lot of other people, and I made a lot of friends, and you know, it was important to me. And I'm going to miss it a lot, and I'm pretty sad. It's dying, and I'm torn up, but. I'm still gonna, in, you know, I'm still gonna keep on playing Netrunner until I stop enjoying it, and I don't know exactly how that long long it is. So it's definitely gonna be at least two worlds. Um, but just just don't don't feel like you have to save the game. And if you aren't having fun anymore, it's okay to just take a step away from the game itself and just stick to sort of whatever aspects of the community are most important to you. And you can still be friends with the people who are the most peaceful. Who, you know, with your favorite people, you can still hang out on Slack. You don't need to play Netrunner to do this stuff. Um, and you don't, you know, all the most important stuff about Netrunner are like the people who play it. And you don't need Netrunner to, you know, to still be friends with people. And there is a sense in which like Netrunner did bring us all together. And there are ways in which we won't all be playing the game together anymore. Um, and we won't, you know, have worlds to go to and where you see everyone and but you don't have to lose it all and that's okay and just have have fun for the time we have left and if you want to want to take part in like making that runner last longer and preserving it and have fun doing that i would go for it and i wish you luck
1: yeah i hope it works out for him yeah i, I don't i don't know if uh if it's something that I could follow, but yeah, yeah,
0: I, I, my, my, if it take is, I'm just gonna, you know, I'm after Worlds. I'll probably take a little bit of a break and then up with JNet and just keep on playing every once in so a while well until I stop enjoying it. Um, and yeah, hang out on Slack and shit, posting whatever.
1: <laughs> uh, so what are you gonna be doing then? I don't really know. Netrunner no longer in your life and. I don't know maybe it'll free up a chunk of your your time yeah yeah'm
0: so I'm, I'm 27 which is the age all the musicians die <laughs> um, so uh, I guess I'm not gonna be a famous artist who dies young um, which is just gonna be a bit of a disappointment but, it is you know, <laughs> I guess I guess you win some you lose some yeah I don't really know I'm just gonna I'm just gonna see where it takes me um see you know maybe i'm gonna try and maybe play artifacts we'll see how it is oh god other games
1: other card games
0: i figure you know i know enough netrunner people that have a game that's as absolutely not as good as netrunner comes out someone will tell me and i think one thing is that i don't don't, i don't i think i'm gonna be a lot more wary of just you know this happening to games i play again Um, Uh uh-huh you know playing for four and a half years yeah and then it, died.
1: It, it i don't know it'll it'll never be the same yeah you I, I i suspect a lot of people will try to chase that sort of experience mm-hmm. where you have like a community as close as ours and um like just taking part in all the shit posts and memes and yeah i mean uh, there's just... a lot of
0: communities out there like that you'll be able to find one if that's what you want and you'll be able to find other games you like and maybe the yeah, those net netrunner maybe maybe a look better than that runner
1: yeah i i'm just saying like don't go go don't go into something where like you're expecting something it'll, it'll be different yeah yeah
0: i, I mean it's different way. people
1: well i i thought you were gonna say like some other stuff because i know you're you're into a bunch of outdoor shit <laughs> yeah maybe i'll start going outside again <laughs> I, I remember when we were in uh in um at Worlds last year in Roseville, you were hyped to go to the REI store. Uh, yeah, I was. I was
0: gonna buy. I was gonna buy a second Camelback, dude. That was the hottest Worlds tech. I, I got. A, I have a Camelback, and I you can just drink. You so hydrated, it's redonk
1: Did you have? Is that just like a giant water bottle, or did you have like no, the Camelback? Bag?
0: Is like a backpack with like a, a water sack in it, and I have yeah. one, and they're pretty good. And, um and we go hiking sometimes and Claire and I kind of want a second one so I was like you know I forgot to bring it I'm just gonna get another one and then I never ended up doing it and then I, I lost probably because of that
1: <laughs> yeah because I've got like what like a rucksack with um with like a water bladder and a hose thing that comes out but I don't think I would do that at a tournament it seems a bit it seems a bit great I odd.
0: did it at one tournament and it was it was definitely worth it I was so hydrated it it can't be a good look. I'm not I'm not playing there to it'll look
1: good, Eric. <laughs> well, that's obvious. No, oh, <laughs> uh,
0: Okay, you're the one who stole my shirt at at uh, Canadian Nationals.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, mine was a uh, mine was like I got it from a thrift store. Like a uh, it was like a buck. It was like a Uniqlo shirt oh. that I got at uh So it's like only.
0: <laughs> I, don't, I don't know green comrade one.
1: Yeah, it was a, we should have worn it on the same day. Yeah, I maybe mean, we'll do that worlds. We'll co- cosplay with each other. <laughs> um I don't know. Maybe maybe I I'm trying to think if I could put together a Kenny outfit. I don't own a lot of flannel. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Um so what am I going to be doing instead? I don't know. i it's not like I've been playing much Netrunner for the past uh, since since uh when was when was the Canadian Nationals March?
0: Yeah, it's been a while right? since
1: I since I put in some time. So like yeah. and even before then, I even since Last Worlds I wasn't playing much. hmm So I don't know. I have I have lots of interests. I have lots of hobbies that are you like basketball. You Yeah, you're, I watch a lot of NBA. Yeah, you're gonna you're gonna come to New York
0: and we're gonna go to the next game.
1: Yeah, definitely. Oh, um The
0: Sixers' gonna blast the Knicks. I'm gonna, I'm gonna poke you with a giant <laughs> foam finger. It's gonna be great.
1: Probably, like the the Knicks suck. Uh, so uh, <laughs> uh, um, I'm 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 ready a for that team. Just pick. Just root for the Cavaliers. Uh, they've never been a team I followed. Like I I followed the Knicks since I was a kid. So i mean It's kind of it's kind of too late now. I've already not. subjected my I've subjected myself to this torture for this for decades already, mm-hmm. and um, and it'll be it'll be kind of a waste if i if i give it up now yeah i just gotta stick with it i guess it's kind of like kind of like the, with the with with netrunner mm-hmm. like I, I i ended up the only reason i'm still around for this long is i've already i'd already invested this much time into it yeah and it n- never got to truly terrible levels where i felt like i had to abandon everyone in the game Mm-hmm.
0: i would i I guess the Knicks' room for the knicks is not as bad as chris dyer (laughs) who is british is a jets fan
1: oh that's awful and i was like (laughs)
0: you i was like you literally could have picked it's like browns and the jets are pretty close to just like two of the worst sports teams you can root for Mm -hmm. and it's like you're in the uk no one will care who you pick why did you pick the jets the jets have never been good
1: yeah it's if if you're in a different country you're allowed to front run yeah and, you, just, uh, just, you
0: just front just, run and pick a team and no one you know it's not like anyone in the uk watches gridiron football uh,
1: yeah and you can actually uh get to catch their televised games and get decent merchandise yeah uh so other non netrunner stuff i don't know yeah. um i'll i'm I'm trying to to eat less meat (laughs) that that, that's a that's something that actually takes time as i try to figure out how to do that Mm -hmm. uh and netrunner people have been helpful in that in giving me recipes and recommending things oh yeah you're all about the the what what do you use to order food up there grubhub grubhub i don't know if you had like uber eats or
0: no i i guess i make burritos a lot that's 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 pretty easy. I can give you my burritos recipe.
1: Well, what what are what's in your typical meatless burrito? Um, black beans, onion, rice,
0: egg, hot sauce, cheese.
1: Yeah, that sounds fucking tasty. Mm-hmm. You just make it all from by hand. <laughs> this isn't something you get you get from a store and you heat up. I mean,
0: yeah, I make it all by hand. It's pretty easy. I mean, you just you get like a can of black beans and put some rice in your zuparashi
1: it sounds great yeah all right i'll I'll hook you up wait wait so do you not eat eggs or fish i eat eggs i just listed eggs in that recipe yeah oh yeah that's right (laughs) but why not fish uh i don't know fish are pretty cool oh i i I, I I can't give up the seafood i'm
0: not not gonna eat a fish
1: (laughs) what what uh feats of intelligence did you see a fish display um, what feeds of intelligence have I think you display? <laughs> I set myself up for that one. <laughs> um, okay, let's uh, let's go blast some people since that's yeah, the kind of energy. Yeah. We, we,
0: we had our heartfelt emotional moment. Let's get let's get into the, I'll timestamp this. Let everyone skip ahead to hear who wants who doesn't want to hear all about feelings and how it's important <laughs> to have relationships with people and whatever. And let's just let's just blast some fools
1: let's blast um who who do we got?
0: Fuck FFG.
1: Oh wow.
0: I, I'm wow. So wow, glad. Wow. that is that is one thing I'm very happy to be done with is dealing with this fucking shit zone nightmare bullshit it's like <laughs> it's just like infuriating. It just It now it makes me so mad is dealing with FFG.
1: So So just to be clear, we're talking about um ffg as a company not particular people yeah. Right? yeah. Basically, so, there's some everyone. Really some fantastic people.
0: christian is, is nice
1: <laughs> wow <laughs> yeah just just to be clear like i've met some awesome people at ffg yeah, yeah. some super nice people um in op and um designers in the past and uh in, in marketing and even like some of the interns There, are everyone that i've met at ffg has been great but yeah
0: the the issue is just an institutionally dysfunctional company. That, I mean, like all these people are great people and are nice people, and they just they, they barely get paid money. You look at like the Glassdoor page, and it's just like you know, like I, I think they're making just like thirty thousand dollars a year. They you know they, they the people who staff Worlds are forced to work overtime without compensation. Um, it's just it's just like. It's just like a morally yeah. corrupt institution.
1: Is are are these facts or are these like alleged? Yeah, no, no. I mean, reports?
0: I mean, I mean, you can read like Glassdoor and it says basically all this. It's just okay, like, okay. All that. Yeah, the overtime stuff is one hundred percent true. You know, I'm tagged with a bunch of people. They people who are working, uh, who are like the judges and staff there, and so I try to never give them shit, even though like sometimes they don't mm-hmm. do the best job. Um, you know, they are people who are basically working overtime. <laughs> and are not getting paid they're you know coming in on like a saturday and a sunday for eight or nine hours and you know it's it's a lot to ask people and just means you know, people people barely get paid they get, they get paid so- shit they're doing a lot of work um you know like i like i don't you know you you have like one and a half lead designers on a game who are in charge of design development you know it's multiple jobs you know magic has like a magic has like a huge team for both design and development pay their play testers and like all this stuff is just like structurally it's I mean it's no one no one I've ever met who have all been nice or responsible for any of these decisions It's just somewhere up there is making these like decisions just not pay anyone spend as little as they can on art spend as little as they can on like paying people and just like hope they make an okay product they can sell
1: yeah it's just not giving people the not putting people in a position to succeed yeah uh in their company and not putting their games in a position to succeed no no one no they just are not given
0: resources to succeed you know like like poor like look at what they did to poor Bugs who was like hired you know like a year ago and bef- mm-hmm. you know like his first his first cards came out in january i think and you know, the game is now dead. Um in you know, there the decision to kill this game almost certainly happened before any of Boggs' cards came out. You know, he was just mm-hmm. what the fuck was Boggs supposed to do? He was just hired by a company who who was like, Yeah, you'll work on NetRunner, this game you love, and you know six months later <laughs> they're like, Alright, that game's dead and go work on Star Wars Destiny you know that's some absolute bullshit, and just like, like these people are just terribly treated, and you know we love this game, and we built this great community about it, and just FFG did not invest in keeping this game alive. You know this game, they <laughs> the marketing budget was basically zero. I I've never seen an advertisement for Netrunner. You know that they, they just like get get it on on, on shelves in the store. And, you know, when when it was blowing up, it was the top of Board Game Geeks, which is, like, a huge advertising boon. Um, Quinn's from Shut Up and Sit Down, which is, like, a big board game podcast, got, like, tons of people on it. And, you know, it was, like, we were just, like, massive, massive game. You know, way bigger than any of the other games other than maybe, like, X-Wing ended up being. And just, like, then they just have, like, a six-month window where there are just no events and no new products come out. And we, you know, we go, <laughs> 2016 comes around and just like 30% of the players have quit the game.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: And that was, that was, that was like my experience with Netrunner. It's just like, you know.
1: I mean, that's, that's the experience with a lot of players for their other LCGs yeah. also.
0: Yeah. And you look at all their LCGs and they last like five or six years and then die. And just, I don't know, people, people, uh, they gave that bullshit marketing thing about how uh, Wizards of Coes killed, now we're never by not running the license agreement and it's like okay there's w- there's some amount of money they could have given wizards of the coast they would have kept the licensing agreement and they didn't do that and it was but it's just a business decision of like we think we can make this much money and a license agreement is going to cost this much money and Wizards of the coast is like this is how much we're willing to sell it to you and no one knows 100 sure what happened but ffg certainly could have done more before that to not have had us at the player levels that we were at and, you know, I just don't think they want to spend the money. And people are all, people in that runner love to blast, like, Wizzy of the Coast for, like, oh, booster paths aren't ethical, um, you know, because mm-hmm. they're gambling and addictive and cost too much money and you have to chase rarities and all that. But he, here's the fact. No one in board games is making that much money. This is not. This is not, like, you know these are not like high high margin companies that are just rolling in money like game stores you look at game stores and like they're they're barely staying afloat and magic is a product that sell they can sell a lot of doesn't take up that much shelf space and they can hold events for and get people in and sell them and make money and that's what it takes to keep the lights on on game store and it just it's just hard to call that unethical when like they need to make this much money to keep the lights on and have the space to play games, and that's just that's just what the reality is.
1: Yeah, Netrunner was just not making money for for game stores. Yeah, and not a, not a lot of money.
0: It, if if Magic didn't exist, then like I would I would guess a large percent of the game stores also would not exist. And you can, you know, it takes a huge, huge it takes a big amount of real resources to, like commit you know, like valuable real estate in major cities to be a place where people can come in and play games. Um, you know, it's, it's real resources They could be doing something else useful. Like, I don't know being whatever being, being low income housing. I mean, honestly, if they raised all the game stores and put them in low
1: income housing, I'd be happy, but yeah, you know, how can I do that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what a, what a, a, an odd tangent that you went into. Yeah. Um, yeah, well, it's the thing is that the the LCG nature of of Netrunner and a lot of FFG games are what brings so many people to them—the promise of not having to spend so much money. But it turns out that's what what keeps games alive. Yeah. And you know what? Like, I went into it also with with that same sort of mindset, where like, um, that that shit is like predatory, and um, and it like it is basically gambling, but like. I don't know. If if you have money, it's kind of fun <laughs> to to get like a to get like a random yeah, pack yeah. of something.
0: Yeah. I, like I don't think anyone in Nerwiner cares less about prizes and like shiny things than me. Uh-huh. I, I just want the game to be alive, and if be, yeah. selling me booster packs is what it's going to take, I will buy your stupid booster packs. <laughs> also, drafts is a great format, and neverner never supported it because there wasn't a good business model for it the way there is naturally for booster packs.
1: I follow this, uh, this apparel company and what they, they do every end of the season is they'll, uh, they'll like sell mystery packs of stuff where you just give them a size Mm -hmm. and then they'll send you, and then like you pay a certain amount and then they'll send you like something in that size and you never know what you're going to get. It's it's like, I'm surprised at how, like, it sounds ridiculous. Mm -hmm. Especially since like it like the minimum you're paying is like seventy dollars, mm-hmm. but and then it can go up as high as like one hundred seventy, and but like it's really fun to like you could get something that's really expensive that someone returned or that they never sold, mm-hmm. um, and then like there's also like a, a secondary market where people like talk about what they got and then you can trade with mm-hmm. other people for what they got and i i never thought about how much it's it's just like it's, it's just like magic. um people yeah, it's like magic the gathering for uh, people don't play card games people
0: objectively like gambling and <laughs> they like variable rewards variable interval reward schedules i think is what it's called um and i I'm, I'm not going to full out say that that stuff can never be unethical but honestly for magic it's what keeps the game afloat. Hearthstone is definitely way more unethical than Magic. <laughs> for the for the record. They mm-hmm. Hearthstone is making loads more money than the Magic is. Cause they don't have to they don't have to keep game stores alive. <laughs> you know, it's it's really the real estate and like making the packs and having all the shipping infrastructure that's expensive. That's why computers are great, is cause you just like make something and your variable unit cost is like essentially zero and so if you make something that's really popular you just make a billion dollars
1: is there anything else about ffg that you want to blast besides um... and
0: fuck twilight (laughs) it's the biggest piece of shit game it's so bad it's so dumb it's just like a bad computer game it's it's it makes me so mad I, i went to this gnk and these people were playing it and it was just making me miserable to hear them talk about their rules. It's like, well, actually I think it works like this. And they took a picture of it and left after like four hours and then the board looked exactly the same as they started. And it was it's like um, it, no one should ever play that game. Christian Peterson should in the just universe should have no money and Jesus. I hate him so much. He's just like and I, if you read the Glassdoor reviews, everyone thinks he's an idiot. <laughs>
1: You're gonna you're gonna get like run over at, at Roseville. I, I'm pretty sure everyone hates them. You know you, you, you know. think I, okay I don't know. okay straight
0: I... up, FFG should pay all their employees more money. Um, they should pay mm-hmm. more for art, and they should uh-huh. actually invest in keeping their best games alive. Um, and they should yeah. So that that that's that to me is the way in which FFG is unethical. Is just like how poorly they treat their workers and they're all you know they're all working like unpaid overtime
1: i i agree with all of that and i i hope that they make those changes that that you mentioned but i'm not gonna stick around to see yeah. if they do Fuck man, i go, yeah i'm <laughs> i'm, I'm, I'm kind of done with it yeah. and good for, um, good,
0: good for lucas to go into an actually functioning company
1: yeah shout outs shout outs to lucas um and and also damon for uh for bailing out at a good time yeah. um i don't know like yeah i'm I'm just gonna go and uh move on with the rest of my life <laughs> so so and, and just ffg won't be a part of it i guess yep
0: yep move on to my life never talking to ffg again literally anyone else is my new best friend
1: <laughs> um all right we have a uh, unbeef leaveable yeah we want to talk about um our good friend Gustavo yeah. in in his score yeah, this is
0: versus in our Dorks. Gustavo yeah. long time shit poster, first time scoops caster, um unbelievable.
1: We just mentioned we Oh yeah, the first time on the unbelievable segment oh. because we mentioned him just in the last episode. Yeah, yeah.
0: Um so this is the post dated August 16, 2017. Discussion all morning mm-hmm. on Stim Slack has drifted in and out of what game to play now that ne- Andrew Netrunner is dead. Is it already too late? Would it grace? Same on FFG. So he posted this and um,
1: August 16th. August 16th. Last so year, about, yeah. about, uh,
0: about I guess like almost a year ago. eight ten months it looks like. Based on my calculations. Mm-hmm. This was after they had like their big this was like after Gen Con and they had a announcement and then nothing was no no one talked to anything about netrunner and everyone's like oh it's not dead it's gonna be fine more things are coming stop whining this is what's killing netrunners is negativity yada 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 all this all this crap and what what, you know people were very upset with him and we're just like uh fuck you killing the game you suck (laughs) um Maybe you should run more GNKs, and the game wouldn't be dead.
1: Yeah, that's a common theme amongst like netrunner players who uh, are who don't like the pessimism. Like, if you're saying that there's problems, it, it must be just in your meta, and you're not doing enough. Right. When it shouldn't be, it shouldn't be up to us to keep the game alive. Yeah,
0: and and the th- you know, bag to harp on like magic a little bit. And the thing about magic is that. For game stores to keep in business, they need to run Magic tournaments because when they run a Magic tournament, a bunch of people give them a bunch of money, a bunch of people come in and buy a bunch of packs, a bunch of people buy a bunch of singles, and they make a bunch of money. When they run a net runner tournament, they buy this kit, and everyone gives them $5, and no one buys anything else. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and they like, That's accurate. They like spend a bunch of time, and it's like partially just there's nothing else to buy. Like Once you buy all the data packs, that's it, and a lot of people you know click on click on amazon affiliate links and buy from Mm -hmm. there and yeah it's just like you know netrunner relies on just community people putting in a bunch of work to keep stuff alive because game stores just don't have an institutional incentive to keep to run netrunner events and they're like sure if you want to put some work in we'll take your free money but it isn't worth us to spend any effort running a Netrunner event. And that makes it way harder to keep a Netrunner alive because when you have someone whose job it is to run magic events, you will get magic events all the time. And you can move to any city whenever and you will find a, ne- a magic event to play in any night of the week because that's how the game starts staying business and they run magic
1: events. Yeah. And anyway, so Gustavo. Yeah. Back back to G- Gustavo, today. yeah. Yeah. So what was the what was the follow up after so after this happened? After he did yeah.
0: some interesting takes in this thread, and basically he took a huge victory lap of just like I was right, <laughs> everyone else who said I was wrong, and people us people were not so happy about this. My really my my favorite quote I was it. I cannot believe Gustavo killed Netrunner just so he could take this victory lap. Um, <laughs> were there. Were there people genuinely were angry with him? angry with him for, I mean, you know, taking a victory lap in these sad times. I gotta say,
1: oh I, yeah, people I, I, probably I, too as too. As
0: judge Judge Judy of this this unbeefleachable curve. I give the give the W to Gustavo <laughs> on this one. Um, everyone <laughs> was mad at him. He was right, and you know, honestly, Court Two was basically a scam. Um, you know, if you're if you're a yep. new player and took Court Two as a sign that like fwg was committing to like keeping the game healthy for like five years you were basically scammed and it was incredibly dishonest
1: um man i gave i gave my friend uh core 2 for christmas and then oh you convinced yeah convinced him into getting buying a complete set no uh used and man did i feel i feel i felt shitty when they announced that that it was all it was all going it's just like straight up you know like
0: if you're a new player and you're getting sold core 2 you have expectations that like this game is going to be supported i would say for at least two years i think that's the minimal expectation of like where i would say like okay you know like yeah you kind of got into it and like you knew there was a chance it would go bad but like it's literally like six months and like there's a bunch of people like that and it's
1: just it's just not okay well, yeah, and a lot of people, I feel we were encouraged when uh, when Core 2 came out, we were telling, telling all our friends, like, oh, there's never been a better time to jump back into yeah. the game or to start playing because stuff just cycled out and all this stuff is going on, and you definitely wanted to join us for this again. And honest to God, the truth
0: um, was, there was never a better time to join that It only got <laughs> worse. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah, if you didn't join twenty fourteen twenty fifteen, yeah. uh, I you you missed the the, the yeah, golden I think years I, when never first
0: started. It seemed like I guess twenty thirteen was like the first year. It there weren't a, like that. That seemed fun if you really liked exploring the game and figuring it out. The game itself seems kind of not well enough developed. Then it was kind of ass, but uh-huh. nope, that's sort of my feeling. But it's fun. I used to like go back and read like old board game geek posts, and it's just like, wow, these people have no idea how to play Nair
1: Runner. Um, yeah. If if you if you didn't start playing around, then I mean, it was just it was everything was so active. Like yeah. we we had a, a game night every other week, every other weekend, and and it was just the best yeah, time I remember
0: having like 20 person gnks
1: yeah well we never got up that high but like even just like we had like 12 person up to 16 person gnks yeah. and now you can't get that yeah. first store championship but it was it was popping off and and oh man we had all the great beefs on slack
0: mm-hmm. <laughs> i mean all, all i remember was the stupid pro arguments which I was, oh, I was gosh. at the time. I was on the wrong side of history. On I was, I was against Pro K-Kate, and having gone back and been better at Netrunner and played it now, Pro K-Kate was so much better. It was okay. Pro K-Kate was yeah. And anyway, I
1: I, I agree, but it's Netrunner. Yeah. So anyway, um, big ups to uh, Gustavo. So hold hold that W yeah. close because <laughs> of, it's probably you know, there's only been a couple. There's
0: only been like five or six unbeef-leafable W's handed out and you got one of them. Never know
1: dirks. No you got a yeah. big
0: old L. <laughs> it's
1: it's a rare W for anyone playing this game because it's, <laughs> it's it seems like it's been L's for us for a long time. Uh emoji of the week which is it's it's an old one. You've probably seen it. It is a coffin controller.
0: Yep. RIP dead game. It's it was a good run. It's been making the rounds for a while, but it's, you know, it's finally, finally official. Ida, uh,
1: yeah, it's, it's for the best. The game was dying anyway. This way we have like an official cutoff date and we can move on with the rest of our lives and hopefully we'll be able to take some of our friends with us and, um, some of the growth that personal growth that we've had <laughs> and the memory and, uh, yeah, there's, Never there's take- that.
0: 2018 Canadian national champion for you. you. Can tell your kids about no,
1: it. No, I'm king of Canada forever. Yeah, it's
0: true. That's, that's a good um,
1: point. But yeah, like it's it's like a good, believe me, it's better off this way. Well, I mean, it would
0: better, um, be better off if we had a functioning business model and could have put a bunch of resources into the, sure the gonna... game. Was game was healthy and had functioning support all the time, and cards came out on time and there were all events that was just never going to lasted for, you know, as long as magic.
1: Yeah. That was just never going to happen. We knew that by, by late 2016, that that was not the direction that FFG was going to take us to. And, um, I don't know. What, what did we learn this, this episode this week? Um, yeah, I, I learned Netrunner. Netrunner was a great
0: time. And it meant a lot to me. It meant a lot to a lot of people. on pretty sad to see it go and i'm i'm glad i was able to to share these times gossiping and scoops casting with everyone
1: i learned that the way the way that i'm feeling is i'm i'm thankful that i can finally stop producing netrunner content (laughs) and so now i'm what i what i learned is Wow, I'm I'm guessing everyone else must be feeling this way too. Like all the other,
0: <laughs> um, other podcast, like,
1: oh. yeah, podcast producers and uh, and people who produce video content, they must like be so relieved. Like even even poor Ben Terrell Dodgepong, who <laughs> launched his Patreon, mm-hmm. um, oh, yeah, and a part of that being his his Netrunner video coverage, just like. I don't know. Being able to like knowing that knowing the direction that the game was going and mm-hmm. that you don't have to stick around anymore to see it slowly, slowly die, must be a relief. And I'm, I'm and a lot of a lot of people are recording their last episodes or have put out their last mm-hmm. episodes for their podcasts. And I imagine they're they must be so happy <laughs> about it.
0: Wow, I didn't know you felt that way.
1: Well, if yeah, sure definitely. Like
0: show I, until there stops being drama on Slack it's no, no. you think this podcast is niche now just wait until we're, <laughs> you know, making being a podcast about drama on a slack for a game that has been dead for over
1: two years <laughs> um yeah I don't, I don't i don't predict us recording or putting out new episodes in uh 2019 yeah, I, I
0: would probably guess not it would
1: i mean it would be great if if we waited like low-key and then um people's like rss feeds mm-hmm. like in 2025 suddenly saw a new episode oh like God. what the fuck yeah cool <laughs> although that would be that you know what that's something that i did expect rss outliving netrunner <laughs> <laughs> oh <boy. laughs> um yeah but it'll be it'll be for the best like i said and i don't know i'm I, although i do want to be updated on everyone's lives mm-hmm. like i want to hear what everyone's doing what bullshit they're getting up into i suppose we'll have some sort of like reunion at some point right spags will throw one
0: yeah i bet that sounds like a spags thing dan was talking to me about something but it's it's dan so his his plans are flimsy <laughs> it'll be a vegas yeah, event that'd right be fun.
1: Yeah, I I wouldn't mind that.
0: I went to Vegas for the first time Um, Uh after Cleveland Regionals. I had a good time.
1: What kind of trouble did you get into?
0: Um, I tried to teach Claire that gambling was fun and we lost money. And she's like, this wasn't fun. We just lost a bunch of money. Why did you think this would be fun? (laughs) I was like, well, I thought we would win and we'd have fun. (laughs) And she was like, that's how gambling addictions happen. And I was like, but winning is
1: fun. the <laughs> uh, the only time I went to to Vegas to and actually gambled really cuz I th- I went as a kid and that was actually fun cuz we just played arcade games. And but I haven't really ever gambled besides playing slots. But so that was like the only time I've gone I've I played slots. Mm-hmm. And but it was fun because that was when they still had that uh was it the star trek experience in las vegas where you oh you God. got to you got to go on these like tours like of of like star trek ships oh yeah my God. it was you gotta look it up they had like a a, a themed restaurant oh, That sounds awful and was uh, like all the parts it was of, the,
0: it was of the like best. nerd culture i hate the most
1: it was it was the best but like all the slot machines we played were like kenny loggins and golden oh, girls themed slot nice. machines <laughs> but the, those that's fun to me like actually gambling and um putting your money on the line is not mm. fun to me i like
0: winning winning is not fun almost,
1: yeah winning is fun but if if you don't know anything about what you're doing you're not gonna mm-hmm. win okay like that's i mean that's some obvious advice that uh, a lot of netrunner players could have learned a long mm-hmm. time ago cool uh, do we have anything else for this episode we don't know if we're gonna record. More I would of guess these. we'll
0: record at least a world's episode. Um,
1: wouldn't it, wouldn't it be hilarious though if we did like a blast zone like years from now, and we just we just look up we just Google oh, names of players fun. and just look what the, look what yeah, they're just, doing, just, just like, like
0: look at people's Facebooks. <laughs>
1: yeah, like like oh wow, this guy's a sex offender now. <laughs>
0: that's not funny though. Okay.
1: That would, that would be yeah, that, that's not funny. That would be an awful turn, but just to find out awful things yes. about people. Okay, can you edit that out? Nope. <laughs> that's, not, that's not going in. Nope. <laughs> I should have I should have picked something more more innocent like like pulling up Facebook photos and seeing how people are dressing like that Oh, that would be
0: fun. I was going to say like uh this person now now runs a hotel by the world's largest chair. <laughs> That's a very specific thing It's always the world's largest chair
1: Uh-huh Or um Yeah I don't know I, I hope there's reasons To catch up with people
0: Yeah Yeah We'll we'll, we'll have the scoops cast after, re- after the Sixers blast the Knicks Live from New York mm-hmm. City
1: you know, what? now that I think about it, it's it's not like we talk about netrunner anyway. So we could we could probably just just rebrand this as something yeah. else, something else that that gets scooped. That was
0: like when I first joined this. I was like, why is there only thing on the StimHack forums? There are only places to talk about netrunner. I was like, can we have like a place to talk about whatever? Because <laughs> um, mm-hmm. you know, I was like always like ultimately that's what keeps your... That's what makes your community a community and keeps it alive is talking about things that are not the game
1: itself. Because otherwise what you're talking about are like stuff about cards and whether or not they're good or stuff about decks and whether or not they're good. And then you just end up arguing over that. And it's kind of stupid. I really stupid. like
0: that, but yeah. definitely <laughs> stupid.
1: Yeah, it's, it's not like a, a productive way to spend your time. hmm not not like recording a podcast and just blasting people and uh
0: yeah, it's a great use of time.
1: Yeah, it's so much. I mean, just think we can go back and return to these episodes. Yeah, i be
0: like, wow, I used to be funnier. Because <laughs> I'm I'm assuming I'm gonna get old and just turn. I'm gonna like turn into just dad jokes and make puns, and they're all gonna be terrible and not good.
1: I can't imagine your jokes getting any more worse, any worse any than they more are now.
0: Worse, I can't. <laughs>
1: that's right.
0: Listen, before. usually it's me whose words don't put together good.
1: You've you've messed up the pronunciation of a number of words during this. I recording. don't
0: know what are talking about.
1: And I was I was kind enough to overlook them. Well,
0: yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's I I barely get a chance.
1: <laughs> okay. Um. All right. So. I don't know how to end this. Maybe we'll we'll see you in Worlds. Maybe if we
0: never end the podcast,
1: that runner will never die. No, it's dead. It's, def- it's definitely dead. <laughs> this
0: table crew has a plan, and they begin by digging into those two scoops in every Kellogg's pack. Two scoops I'll keep them coming back for two scoops of plump, juicy raisins in Kellogg's Raisin Bran. Juice, juice, they're turning back again for juice, 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 slump, juicy raisin,
1: raisin brand. Juice,
0: juice. Our, our best episodes are far and away when we just like get off topic and ramble that's
1: that, what that's, that's what, what
0: the people are here for.
1: No, that's what I think like when we talk about the Amish and then um, the listeners don't don't care for it. The listeners, the listeners love the Amish. No, they they don't have any taste. They don't have respect for our craft yeah. <laughs> and our stories. We got good stories. That's all we got. Okay, uh, I guess we'll tell some of those stories. Um, I was gonna say maybe you should uh host this, yeah. <laughs> just because I'm fe- not for any special reason, but just because I'm feeling lazy. You're always feeling lazy. Well, yeah, but usually I, I care enough to to be like, okay, let's make this podcast listenable. But what are now you that they, your wife isn't home, like I know you don't have a life. You're not on GenTech. <laughs> what do <are> you do? <laughs> yeah, I was like, I've been writing in my planner uh, this week, like practice at least three to four games each night since I got nothing else to do, and then I don't.